Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and baby brazen and raging bringing you the thrills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BDE Elite. We are live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash upnext podcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Hello. Yes. Twitch and YouTube room. 1K on YouTube. Over. Over 1K. Just, just, just over. But oh. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. And then we fi- realized we've got to have way more hours watched of our channel before we can monetize so go on guys <laughs> this is your homework for next week watch every video we've ever produced just everyone go watch our take YouTube a week off work up. and just power through the whole thing just play our videos on mute while you watch other stuff yeah and get get us those views in hours so yeah. we can monetize YouTube. <laughs> uh yeah hey thanks anyone who hit that subscribe hit that subscribe on your podcast app as well like uh apple Podcasts and such it does a uh Wonders for us. But welcome to BD Elite. Of course, we're your NXT friends. Friends. We talked all about NXT last night on Up Next. You can go check that out. It had a mixed bag of stuff, some wrestling and some stuff they called wrestling. And uh, we're here to talk about some AEW here tonight. Um, we, we recorded another show, though, that we put out today in honor of someone's birthday. X-Pac. Yeah, Sean, Sean Waltman, Waltman turns 50 today. Happy birthday, X-Puck. The one, two, three man. And yeah, we've released uh, a best match ever, looking at the greatest matches of Sean Waltman's career. Yeah, so if you've ever heard of best match ever, check it out because we have tons of them. But on this episode, we kind of go through different matches he's had as one, two, three kid, X-Puck, six, 
stuff in WWF, WCW, TNA, and even Shikara we look at. But all the best X-Pac kid matches, whatever you want to call them, uh, we, and talk about a lot of his moments as well, uh, like the tag team with Kane. Never forget. We talk all about the best of X-Pac and do our best to uh, give our honor to his way. Give him his flowers. Uh, I think we do. We do. I, th- I think The Brett match is respect, awesome. Uh, Sean, yeah. yeah, we talk about... Some the, real hidden gems there. Yeah, Razor stuff, obviously. Brett, Sean, there's Eddie Guerrero. There's so many others in there. So uh, go check that podcast out. And this Sunday, we have a show coming out. World Champ patrons get to pick stuff to review for us and well friend of the show john Cena is also a world champ patron listen to shot in the dark if you don't already and he picked this movie called old boy mm. from 2003 yeah it's a korean thriller film if you want kind of like a neo-noir uh it's kind of a cult following maybe you've heard of it all right there is a remake in in english in america josh brolin not watched that one yet but i can tell you from watching the Original one. If you've not seen Old Boy, don't look it up. Don't look anything up. Just sit down one night and watch and it, this film. and then listen to our review coming out this Sunday with John. It might be. It, I'm giving it a disclaimer here. I'm giving it a disclaimer. It might be one of our our out there shows. <laughs> I, I mean, we're talking about an out there film there. Not quite yeah. Freddy Got Fingered level, but we're getting there. We're yeah, getting there. it's uh, on the way there. Yeah, we recorded this show today uh, with John and. Really enjoyed this one. Great film to talk about. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Go out of your way to watch this before we, uh, before we release it. For those who like to hear us get a little... Uh, is raunchy the right word? I don't think mm, so. I don't think so. Just, just fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the show for you. If you don't like that, maybe, maybe this one's not for you. But go check it out. And if you have seen the movie, well, then you'll know what we're talking about. But yeah. Uh, super excited for you guys to hear that one coming out this weekend. But all the shows, go check us out. Patreon.com slash up next is what we do to keep the lights on here. And we love creating the content and these podcasts for you. And I mean, AEW seems to be celebrating Shark Week next week. They are. They're on the, they're on the ball this year. We were ahead of the curve last yeah. year with our Shark yeah, Week. Yeah. Did they do anything last year? I don't think so. No, no. We did though. Yeah. And we did a best match ever Shark Cage match. So, actually, I'm going to give it out for free on this feed this week leading into the Shark Cage match going into AEW next week. So, if you uh, aren't a patron, I'm giving you a taster of some of the stuff we did. We recorded this one last last year. Exactly a year ago. So, we chat all about the different... Maybe we'll need to update it. After, After this week. one, yeah. the barbed wire everywhere shark cage match. Yeah, we talk all about them. But yeah, that'll be on uh, the free feed uh, sometime next week. There you go. A little treat from from us to you. And Shark Week, we're celebrating because we're going to watch Sharknado. <laughs> First time I've seen this film. You've never seen no, it I've before. Never, I've seen like highlights on YouTube, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> never sat down and watched the full match of man versus shark in a... In a tornado. So it's a tornado, but yeah. there's sharks, sharks in the, in the tornado. tornado. Yeah. yeah. So can't wait for that one uh, as well. Get your feedback in and go watch it if you haven't. Get ready for our video book club there uh, coming through. Uh, but yeah, Shark Week coming soon with the Warner Brother Discovery thing. I don't think they like the fact that they're using it as a violent thing. Like shark cages and blood and stuff. They're probably like, eh. Well, it's to keep them safe, right? From the, the shark. The shark cage is the safe part of the I match. guess. Yeah, that's true. They could do a match with like the sharks in it. 
So what? Barbed wire everywhere. So we're expecting what? Barbed wire ropes. I imagine like the barbed wire kind of boards on the floor. Right. Barbed I guess wire turnbuckles. They changed their minds because they made it sound like a barbed wire death match. And to me, as a wrestling fan, that means it's ropes are barbed wire. But they changed that. They said now it's barbed wire just everywhere. So does it, that mean they ropes? said barbed wire everywhere death match? So now, so yeah, I would assume the ropes are. I feel like they aren't now, but hey, why not? So it's uh, just going to be. Everywhere. I imagine it's going to yeah, it's going to be the ropes. It's going to be the floor. I imagine like yeah, the boards are all on the floor, that kind of thing. Everywhere. Yeah. Everything all at once. All the barbed wire everywhere. Um. Yeah. Sounds great. Justin Roberts just wrapped in barbed wire. What? Why not? Uh, yeah. yeah. Love me some barbed wire. Uh, so we'll be chatting all about that next week for Fighter Fest Night Two. But this is Fighter Fest Night One. Hey, what about um, Sasha Banks making her first appearance outside of WWE at the Chicago Comic Con? Oh, as did she? Mercedes Vernado coming soon. Okay. Mercedes Vernado, get used to that saying from, that from name from Star Wars fame. Mercedes from Star Vernado. Wars, yeah. <laughs> formerly known as yeah. Sasha Banks, the boss. Does it work? The boss, Mercedes Vernada? Does she own the boss? I, I imagine that's I imagine something she can't Bruce use Springsteen as well. <laughs> uses the boss. Well, yeah, but I imagine it's something uh, like a WWE trademark. Okay. I think. Yeah. So what, she'll be the the higher up executive. I, I guess. So, I don't but know. Mercedes Vernada, I think that's the name she would go with if she yeah, does. Yeah, might as well go with her real name. Yeah. I, I think it would feel weird for her to do anything else. So, yeah, just be herself. Yeah. Just be yourself, guys. Uh, and another thing Chicago gets. Oh, the Comic-Con, right. <laughs> that that Comic-Con is pretty popping, but, I mean, Chicago's getting a lot of things these days. Yeah, it's kind of as we suspected. Uh, All Out is going to the now arena, again, Hoffman Estates. Uh, yeah, disappointing. I I think they've... I said this last year, that that it's not a good venue, I don't think, especially for a big kind of traveling event like yeah. it's about over an hour out of the downtown area it's not much going on there and it's hey they had coach house it's uh, <laughs> they had coach house that's the one it. bar slash club we had fun and at. it's like an old kind of small arena i i think they've outgrown it um yeah. i know there's tradition but even wwe come wrestlemania 30 they're like we're bigger than msg now we can sell more tickets than that and they went somewhere else uh, I I think it, if you're doing Chicago, it should have been United Center. But I think it's time to get away with this Chicago every pay per view tradition. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because Tony 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 Khan wasn't even involved in All In. Mm. So why does he keep going back there? Yeah, true. were you even there? Come on, what are you talking? He was, <laughs> he, there. He was, he was there. there. Yeah, he was there. But like, <laughs> it just he keeps going back. We I, we were at that venue and it it felt fine. But I think they do. I think they do. Can can do so much better and so much bigger. Obviously, we're Toronto. We want we wanted a big show, but I, I don't think we're getting that but until I mean, a little there's while. There's like other markets as well that are feeling probably the same. Where it's like, For oh sure. man, why not? Here, yeah. it's especially just having Forbidden Door and that. It's like, come on, your man. last pay per view was at yeah. Chica- in Chicago, but this isn't. This isn't. The, this is the Chicago it's area. Hoffman <laughs> Estates. Yeah. yeah, we went to. What did we do after all? Did we go to some metal burger bar? That was around there, I think. We we went there. Yeah. What else was in Hoffman um, Estates? Coach House. We played pool. Coach House was the main thing. The which I tried to go into last time, but Scrump was wearing ball shorts and they wouldn't let us in. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Sorry. So, you know what? They made me check my hat at that place. Yeah. Which I was like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. But ball shorts, eh? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I looked great. <laughs> yeah. Scrump, I love you, but. Come on. Ball shorts when you're going out off. Come on. Yeah. No, that's, that's, his, that's on him. That 100%. It's his look, though, if you, yeah, but still, going out. It's not their look. It's not Coach House's <laughs> look. <laughs> so Hoffman Estates sucks if you wear ball shorts. If you're a baller, don't go to Hoffman Estates. Yeah, this one's, this one's, they're doing all three nights. Yeah. They're doing Dynamite, Rampage, and the pay-per-view all out in this arena. So, I mean, yeah, that's. Which means you'd be staying there, what, what Wednesday through to Sunday? Jeez. In Hoffman Estates. In Hoffman Estates. Or you're doing that journey every day. You don't want to. You don't want to. What? Wait for the trains and buses after there because there is none, right? There the is transit none. after there after that sucks. So you have to have a ride out or drive yeah. out. So, yeah, it would have made way more sense to do it in a way bigger arena. Yeah, I think they could have, but they um, must have some really good deal there. Free, free. <laughs> it's the now arena. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. Damn. We do want to see them come to Toronto, but I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. So they dropped that Vax, uh, Vax law. Yeah. I don't think they're coming. No, no, it's true. Like you can't come in yet unless you're vaccinated. So that yeah. could definitely be putting off them from coming. I don't know when that's going to be lifted, but we're in a seventh wave here now. So seventh knows? wave, <laughs> <laughs> seventh new wave. Uh, well, let's talk about this episode of Dynamite and kind of going in and out of what's going on. Uh, last week you were at Dynamite. I was in Rochester, uh, and it felt kind of weird today because I'm I'm walking around. It's it's Wednesday, you know what that means, and I see a guy wearing a "We the People" shirt on oh. Queen Street, and he he was clearly pumped for the Jake Hager match tonight. Tonight, um, so I, for a second I was like, "Oh, am I going to Dynamite tonight?" Oh no, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you but it, I think. I, I reckon he just picked this up in a like a charity shop or something. Yeah. This We The People. It was the blue one with the red hand. It's a terrible shirt. Yeah. yeah. It's really bad. Um, I'm like, does he know what that is? I saw Kevin Owens ones the other day. Yeah, and that's, like, that's okay. Yeah. That one definitely was in the in a vintage shop. I hope he didn't pay a lot for it. Maybe it's a, he still owns that. Like, it's just a classic. It's a mm. retro. He just owns it. He just loves the fact. I'm glad he brought, He pulled it out for tonight. He must be watching the product if he's wearing that tonight. I, I, I would bet you it was just pure coincidence. I bet he doesn't know what it is. Wow. He probably loves America. And, <laughs> and yeah, had no idea that old swagger was wrestling tonight. Damn. Uh, well, we start off Dynamite tonight from Wednesday, July 13th from Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and we start off with a TNT championship match. And I love hearing some Starship, some Jefferson, Airplane, whatever you want to call them. Jane is my favorite song. I've been listening to it way too many times. Orange Cassidy going one-on-one against Wardlow. I already was like, this is a weird booking for, for this because Orange is huge and over and loses a lot lately. And Wardlow is huge and over and winning a lot lately. So you instantly know where this is going. But I'd say even before jumping into it, 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 it was pretty fun. Mm. Uh, Orange has an insert promo with the best friends in their like rainbow jumpsuits that they wear now, which are awesome. And they say, we know Wardlow's big and strong and undefeated and all this. So we're going to, we're just going to be honest. We're going to cheat. We're going to cheat. We're going to do bad things. (laughs) We're going to do ridiculous things to try to win this match. We're going to cheat. And Orange is like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. So good. 
The start starts off with Orange doing some antics. Wardlow rips the pockets of Orange Cassidy, which gets some booze, and then takes down his straps and flexes. So Orange puts his straps back on for him to. He also he put his hands in his straps as if <laughs> the straps were like pockets. <laughs> so uh, he he keeps going for a series of moves on Wardlow, who's basically just too big, too strong. He does like a Rana spin out where Wardlow actually lands on his feet in a very like impressive, almost like lucha off from both guys. Uh, then Chucky e. T is going under the ring for a weapon and Chucky e. T grabs a chainsaw. Yes. Full on chainsaw. <laughs> Throws it in the ring. Which didn't, I, I'm pretty sure, didn't Ambrose try to use that against Brock? Yeah. At Mania. And then they just didn't do it. Yeah. Because Brock was like, like, Terry gave him a chainsaw, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, Terry. I'll tell. And it wasn't used at all. But yeah. here we have a chainsaw here in Savannah, Georgia. And the ref is like, yo, what the fuck are you doing with the chainsaw? You know what? You two are out of here. Oh, no. So Orange is on his own. And then Wardlow is one step ahead because Wardlow goes under the ring and finds Danhausen as well. There's, there's all, the, <laughs> all the spots here from the best friends. Uh, picture in picture, we have Orange Cassidy kind of fighting back. There's a series of orange punches. And when we come back, a DDT and then another one. And then eventually a stun dog, which was huge. Orange keeps going for the beach break, eventually hits it on Wardlow, but he kicks out. Eventually has another orange punch and goes for a, like a fourth or fifth one and gets countered in midair. Finally, the powerbomb connects. One, two, three. Wardlow retains the TNT title and then afterwards kind of gives respect to Orange Cassidy. A little fist bump. But yeah, fun match. Yeah, this was fun. I think, uh, I think after the Osprey match, we saw that maybe Orange is going to be kind of elevated a bit he's still i think just a guy who can he can lose he's he's gonna be over whatever so it did by the end of this match make sense i thought they gave him some great like hope spots though like the beach break uh spot especially yeah. kind of there were some good near falls towards the end uh some funny stuff at the beginning the chainsaw was pretty fun uh no i thought this was was pretty fun to start yeah we knew that ward those on this goldberg reign of terror here which he, it works he's super over but uh, it was weird that it was clashing with like another hot baby face that instantly crowds are always with, but it worked. For, it worked, and it, it didn't. I still feel it didn't hurt Orange in any way, but enjoyed some of the the antics there. Uh, more chance to see Chucky again. Yeah, the last couple of weeks, bringing in a chainsaw. Yeah, we need we need the chainsaw used. Unfortunately, one day. Yeah, like it's got to be the Dean. Turn. It's got to be Dean's head off. It has to be Mox to do it, right? Like What, use the chainsaw? Yeah. What, with orange? Just on someone. On someone. <laughs> Maybe. We get a recap of Dark, AEW Dark, which if you don't watch or you do watch and you want to hear about it, listen to Shot in the Dark, where John Cena on this feed covers Dark and Dark Elevation and NXT UK and all the other wrestling you may or may not watch in 15 minutes or less. But want to hear something crazy? Me and Davey, we watched... Some of Dark. Some of Dark. A match. <laughs> a match. And it was this match that they yeah. uh, kind of give a little recap of. The All-Atlantic Championship is defended for the first time from PAC. Yeah. Uh, in Sheffield, Martin Bushby was there. Hey. Uh, with, the, with the Ogdens, who you can hear chanting in, uh, in the clip they showed. No so, way. Uh, Andy and Jeff Ogden making their AEW debut this week, which was pretty funny well oh that's a pretty sweet match to I go think see they were chanting he's just a bastard to like dizzy rascal or something they were chanting they were singing that he's a bastard yeah, yeah. 
He's a but good best. match. We watched this last night after NXT. Yeah, Shota's my guy. Shooter uh, Umino, mm. who is Red Shoes' son. Ever since that Forbidden Door thing, he was one of the standouts on that Absolutely. show. For me, anyways. And, like, I think New Japan, if they work this guy properly, they could have someone to, to go forward with in star a in few future, years. 100%. Like, yeah, I see a star down the line with this guy for sure. And, obviously, the history of his dad with red shoes. And then we were watching it, and you were like, how is he not – why doesn't he wear red boots? And I'm like, no, no, no. When he has his first ever, like, big – Title match in the Tokyo Dome, like I'm talking ten years or something. He'll wear his. He'll wear boots. red fucking shoes. Does red shoes have to retire first? I guess for him to get the boots. Yeah, true. Yeah, or just wear red, red something. But I love his gear. Anyway, I thought Bastard Pack versus Shota was awesome, and go check it out because it's on their YouTube channel. But we actually watched some of Dark. Look at that. Yeah, crazy times. And you can hear Sino talk all about it on uh, on this very feed. Yeah, I'm sure he loved that match. We go to Chris Jericho, who comes out to Judas, which I think he said, I think I saw it went gold this week. Okay. He said, uh, for years, people say, you're not a real band. You're just a guy who's a wrestler who's in a band. And he's like, yeah, well, now I got a gold Gold record. record. So good for him. Got to go platinum next, right? Yeah, yeah. Give it another, give it another year or so. I think it will. Uh, Jericho said, Jericho's by himself and he's not in his like Backstreet Boys attire. He's not looking ridiculous. He's not the wizard. He literally just tied up. He looks good. He looks good. He comes down. He says that he's not here tonight as any of the old Jericho monitors, not the wizard, but he's here as Jericho, the living legend. He says, Eddie Kingston sucks. And he says, all he does is have enemies and he's friends with his enemies and, and, and everyone hates him. And then kind of lists every issue that Eddie Kingston has had for a while. Like his, yeah, he lists off every, like Santana having his head sh- shaved, yeah. Ortiz, sorry, Ortiz getting his head shaved, Santana getting injured, Ruby getting injured, Danielson getting injured. Like he says, everyone around you dies, yeah. essentially, is what he's You're saying. bad luck, Eddie. Yeah. Anyone who gets around you because you suck, you're a loser. And he says, look at your friend Ruby, your Ruby. You need to take care of your chicks, Eddie. And then he laughs at himself. He then says that you want to challenge me to a barbed wire match. Well, you're just a mark for Onita, Funk, and Sabu. But you don't know that I won one of the first ever... Can- Sorry, I think he says the first ever Canadian barbed wire match. Yes. He won like 22 years ago or so, when he was 22. And he says that I'll beat you in this as well. And he says, you're jealous, Eddie, of my movie star good looks. Ooh, going off, I think, of some of the Twitter dialogue this week of people body shaming Eddie Kingston for no reason. Uh, So I think Jericho kind of poking fun there. He then says, you want violence and blood? Well, you're going to get it. Next week, Eddie Kingston's going to face the pain maker. And we all know he's undefeated in AEW. So you go... After I beat you next week, you're going to go back to your drinking, your drugs, and your mental illnesses, and you'll realize that you'll never be on my level ever. Kind of smart promo from Jericho, making it a bit more serious down to earth. They needed to do this, I think, uh, to really sell. I thought it was a really good promo uh, here, and um, I like the stuff that he's bringing up, kind of everyone around him sort of suffering. And yeah, it made this, you're doing a a death match next week. You can't have the the wizard, really. I think it needed to take a bit more serious tone. And this was it. I did see on uh, Ric Flair tweeted out a picture of Jericho. Have you seen this? No. He goes, 
Living legend in your own mind. Shawn Michaels wannabe. Ric Flair never will be. Woo. Where did you buy that cheap suit? Obviously not from at Gents Playbook. What in the hell? So now is he, is he tr- like claiming that he's trolling legend, people? Living legend is him. He's trolling people to help get an ad out in his tweets? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I found the, uh, the match, his first one, okay. uh, Jericho. It was January 29th, 1993, um, Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling for the North American Heavyweight Championship, Chris Jericho taking on Beef Wellington. He's mentioned Beef Wellington a few times, actually, in his promos over the years. Interesting. Beef Wellington. You can just, you know how he looks. He's big. (laughs) His name's Beef Wellington. I, I doubt there's any footage of this, but I'd be intrigued. Uh, so Ric Flair just randomly shooting on Jericho on Twitter for no reason. Yep. Is it because he doesn't have an opponent yet for his fucking match? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's it's the next deal? Week, right? What's the deal with that? Why like are you two going? Weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, they've not announced it, have they? Yeah, what? A, that's ridiculous. I mean, do that. I, to be honest, they probably don't need to announce it until the match. Yeah, everyone's still- had to see Flair. So yeah, uh, I I thought this Jericho promo was really good. Uh, they're bringing it way back to the feud. Like the first time they had the match, Eddie and Jericho, it was awesome. It's mm-hmm. a match of the year, like contender. Definitely. And now they're adding the, the element more violence. The last time Jericho, I know it's silly and stupid that he's using the pain maker stuff, but I, I don't mind it at all. Cause last time he did it, he fought Nick Gage. Oh, was that it? Okay. So, which is probably about a year ago, wasn't it? Probably around that yeah. time. So I, I'm, I'm definitely down. And then, so the, they, <laughs> They don't mention it in his promo, but when we go back, Eddie Kingston is upset and he's basically stealing the sh- like stealing a part of the show, ba- being like, "Yeah, you gave him all that time. You're not going to give me that time." He goes, "Jericho, let's go." He says, I- "You want to bring the most violent version of yourself? Bring it, because the Eddie Kingston, I know the Eddie Kingston I am will come and basically he's going to kill it. So yeah. this could be violent. Barbed wire everywhere. Barbed wire everywhere. Match <laughs> everywhere. Um." We should mention it's the shark cage match, which Jericho didn't mention, but we do get the mention of it's it. It's on the later. graphic as well yeah. for next week. So JAS uh, suspended above the ring in a shark cage. <laughs> in barbed wire. Jericho just loves shark cage matches. He's been involved in one, right? We talked about He's it on the show. At, at least one. He had the Kevin, it was Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns with him in a shark cage. That's right. Um, That's right. Yeah, listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> We go to our next match. It's the interim AEW champion, John Moxley. Uh, so is it interim, like, in the future, in, like, three years, when you go, hey, look at all the accolades John Moxley's done. It'll never say two-time AEW champion. It'll just say, It'll say interim, yeah. Uh, Unless he, like, beats yeah, Punk. Sure, gotcha. Yeah. They do say in this in his entrance, I think, that John Moxley is the interim champion, and he will be facing Punk at a later date to find out they do whoever the yeah. champion is they yeah. do, he does say that uh and then moxley this is an eliminator match against uh i always forget how to pronounce his first name uh because i know it's Takeshita, but kono konosuke Kinsuke, uh Kinsuke, is it Kinsuke Takeshita. <laughs> this guy is amazing anytime i've seen him you saw him last week live against eddie kingston yeah the, which was match of the night easily last week Konosuke Takeshka. Konosuke. Okay, great. This guy is awesome. Uh, he, we've seen him in a bunch of matches, but now he's in an eliminator match with John Moxley, 
And if he wins, he gets a title shot next week against Moxley. We have a series of chop battles and back and forth. And John Moxley's getting a little fired up that uh, Takeshi's like coming back at him with everything. So he hits him with a sit out pile driver, spiking him for a near fall. Uh, there's then a German coming from Takeshi, like just sending Moxley flying. And then he hits Moxley at some point, uh, like with this move on the apron. And then when Moxley comes back at him, he hits him with this boot to the head that sends him flying. And it looked like a receipt. But then I'm like, is this, is this what cut him open? Because the next shot. So yeah, in PMP, you just see Takeshi's head is just bleeding. Yeah. Takeshi's head, his whole face is covered in blood. And they're continuing fighting. He fights back and hits a brain buster on Moxley. He hits an Arana sending up to the outside. And then a like picture perfect Swan dive con Hilo, which was great. Back in the ring, Moxley's doing all sorts of different submission variations and transitions, and Takeshita's like blocking them and scouting them and getting out of them. Very good back and forth. Eventually, he hits a frog splash off the top and then counters the King Kong Lariat into like this blue thunder bomb, just crushing Moxley for a near fall. He goes for his finishing high knee, but it's countered into the Double arm DDT, then turned into the sleeper. He gets out of it. There's suplexes and getting dropped on each other's heads. There's head butts. And then a high angle paradigm shift. The bully choke. He taps out. Moxley wins. The the counter of the set, uh, when he went for like the Death Rider version, the yeah. elevated, and Takeshita kind of flipped out of it. Lands on his that feet. That looked great. Um, yeah, this was really good. Takeshita's on quite the run. And every time, even in losing he's gaining so much more uh from this audience i think because people are seeing how legit this guy is um and i i can totally see him him being a big star down the line yeah um, i really enjoyed this match i enjoyed the uh kingston match last week uh i thought this was just as good if not better um yeah and and a better showing from mops and the the Brody king match i thought as well which i didn't particularly like i i thought this was excellent yeah, uh, Konosuke Takeshita. This guy improves me every time I see him, and he's awesome. Uh, the match with Hangman really stuck out for me, but yes. I think I may have even liked this one even more than that one, and I really love that one. So this guy's on quite a run. Sign him, TK. Just keep him here. He, he, I think yeah, so he, what, he's not he's not signed? He's, this is like an excursion, I think, okay. or something, it seems right. as if. So, but I would, I would definitely snag him up. I think everything he's doing is great. And I don't know if you've seen his social media game, but... Ever since coming over to the States, he's found love for Cinnabon. For Cinnabon. And Cinnabon wished him luck today on their official Cinnabon Twitter and he account. like, thanks, baby, or something yeah. like that, didn't he? They go back and forth all the time. He's going to have Cinnabon gear for sure. That's so and, funny. Um, I hope they give him, like, they've been sending him gift cards, but they need to send him, like, Cinnabons for life. Yeah. Just, just because. You've got... Uh, I think it's the black card in, in the UK for Nando's. Yeah. Uh, Ed Sheeran has one. Which okay. Means you can get Nando's. Whenever you whenever. want. A lot of wrestlers have the... I met Miz in a subway once. In like Barry, Ontario. Right. And he was like, subway card. I did an ad for them. I was like, nice. <laughs> it exists. It's a real thing. But Miz said that yeah. to you? He, showed, he flashed in the card. In Sudbury? Did you say? No, it was like Barry. Ah, it was probably okay. Barry or something. Okay. Yeah. I, we were literally just like, oh, I'm going to Subway before the show. We were, I was probably like smoking in the parking lot. We were right back. I'm like, is that the fucking Miz? And he's like, yo, what's up? <laughs> and I'm like, of course you're getting Subway. And then he literally is like cashing out and he's like, Got a card. do an ad. You'll, you'll get one. I'm like, oh, shit. Subway card? What, which, which place would you want a card to? 
I don't think Subway. I mean, you have a you have a card to the after hours kind of down the street. I so. do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Subway I, would be. Subway all right I could have me. a lot of like some uh, McDonald's. No, I'm thinking more like. Uh, oh, fuck. Cinnabon, like you eat one and you're you want to just. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't want Cinnabon. Die for three days. Thinking more Sweetness. like. Uh, you know, like a burrito place, being able to get a wrap or a bowl yeah. or something like that. Unlimited Chipotle for yeah. me. Yeah. I don't really like rate Chipotle compared to other places, but, but yeah, that that kind of place. I know what you want. You want a card for everything honey garlic. God, no. <laughs> uh, give Takeshita. Wasted on me. <laughs> Takeshita gets the Cinnabon card for sure. He needs to have a move that's like a the Cineswirl or something yeah. like creamy. What's, what's, their, what's their things called? Cinnabons. Just they're just they're called Cinnabon and they sell Cinnabon. Cinnabons. They've they've yeah, yeah taken, but no, they've got like stuff like different things they sell, don't they? I I I have not been to a Cinnabon in a long time, but uh, I'm sure they're really still really good. But you just always hate yourself after eating one. So yeah. like yeah, shout out Cinnabons. I, maybe they have other flavors, but like that's they're still cinnamon buns. They got bon bites, churro swell. Yeah. Cookie Bomb Bite, Cinnabon Sweeties, Cinnabon Sticks. Oh, they look good. Yeah, I'd get the Cinnabon <laughs> the bon Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to our ads. Yeah. <laughs> In our shows. Have you been enjoying? It's better than Parlor. <laughs> <laughs> we go, well, I, I again, praise this match. This was awesome. Great stuff. Uh, really, really got into it. And John Moxley as the guy. In AW, he really is the flag bearer for this company. Uh, it feels sometimes. As soon as Punk was taken out, Punk, Punk almost felt like a fake flag bearer there for a second, and this guy slides back in like, "Nah, don't worry, I got this." Oh, one hundred percent. So, yeah, I, I think it made way more sense putting the title on someone like him uh, while it's interim, rather than crowning someone new for like a yeah fake title kind of thing. If you know what I mean, it, it is just a makes fake, way yeah, more sense. It is. A, it's like we'll give it to you because you've already had it. Yeah. We see a recap of Brody King and Darby Allen from last week where Darby was like, yo, you're good. You're amazing. Keep up. Good, good try, mate. Yeah. You tried your best. Uh, then it cuts to clips. This was making rounds on social media yesterday. Um, Darby Allen's at an autograph signing. Imagine this. You're at a Zoomies. You're just trying to buy really expensive hoodies in the corner over there when someone's just attacked in the store and powerbombed through a table. Yeah. So, he, so what, he was doing a signing and so he's Brody doing a signing and him, yeah. Brody's like, yo, you patronizing me? I didn't want to beat you up when you said it to me, but I thought about it for a few days. I mean, fair play. <laughs> like you've had this this war of a match and then this little Derby kid is like, hey, nice try. you tried your best, buddy. Yeah. Fuck he's like, off. He's like Sanger, alone. but the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> In NXT. Yeah. He was always like, oh, you're small, but the other way you're around. small, but you did well. You're big and you're strong, but you, you didn't win. So. Yeah. So Brody was stewing over this for a long time and attacked Darby at a Zoomies and powerbombed him through a table, which sets up next week on Dynamite Fighter Fest. They're going to face one-on-one, which sounds pretty good. So Yeah. Cool. Um, we get Christian Cage coming out through the heel ramp, of course, wearing a turtleneck, of course, because he's turtleneck Christian Cage. He brings out his Luchasaurus, who comes out looking like Kane, like all black. He's got all the fire. Yeah. Even the music is kind of like Kane's theme. Exactly. Uh, his, his new problem solver, a dinosaur. Uh, Christian Cage starts talking shit about the varsity blondes who are standing in the ring. 
and he says, uh, "Griff, I don't even know who Griff. Gar- Where was that on the Dark Order thing? I think this week they're like, who the fuck's Griff Garrison? <laughs> they, ha- they were having a match, and they're all like, wait, who the fuck is Griff Garrison? <laughs> what the Dark Order? I think so. Yeah, I forget. What was that one being the elite? Maybe right, I saw okay. it online again this week, but I was laughing. Basically, he says that uh, Christian says, and then we have Brian Pillman, and he ca- calls his dad mid at best. He just loves making fun of people's dead dads. Yeah, jeez." He then says that it doesn't matter about your dad. He wasn't that good. Unlike me, I'm a multiple-time world champion. He loves saying multiple-time because he won that title technically twice. Remember yeah, the storyline? He did. One more match. He then... Well, like, and then I guess NWA championship, if you want to... Yeah, this is true. Yeah, well. hell yeah. You're right. Look at you. Making no, sure no, TNA. TNA. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of Christian's stable in TNA? Uh, <laughs> fucking peeps. You that would have been a better name than what they went what, with. What the fucking peeps? No, they went with that. That would have been better. Peeps, peeps, the peeps, the peep show or whatever. But he went with Christians Coalition. I did know that. Yeah, yeah. you should have known that. I, I did know that. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear to us talk about Christian in TNA? We recently did a Christian Cage versus Samoa Joe in the main event of Destination X, two thousand seven. We did. Yeah. Just how a few. how recent was that? few weeks that ago. feels like a year ago now <laughs> no it was just like it was like last ago. week yeah it was like it? two yeah. three weeks okay. ago yeah. yeah yeah uh well christian talks some shit and then posts up a picture of griff garrison and i thought he was going to do the thing where because i don't know if we've even said it on a show but we keep saying griff garrison's kind of like edge well we would we would make fun of jr because jr would always bring it up whenever yeah. griff garrison would have a match you'd be like oh he's like a young adam copeland there yeah um I thought he was going to do the He same. set it up for it. He was like, and this guy sucks because he looks like Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, he set it up that way. Uh, so Luchasaurus goes down to the ring, beats up Griff, hits him with a huge German, a choke slam, another choke slam, uh, pins him right away. After the match, he beats up Pillman as well, lays him on a table, choke slams Griff on top of him. The table doesn't break. So Christian's like... One you're more doing time. it again one more time so he does it again and choke slams him right through the table with brian pillman on it uh, which did yeah look good. fuck these guys <laughs> it's very cane of luchasaurus just to be like choke slamming people and i i feel this is like varsity blondes are definitely that the baby face jobber tag team aren't they that you can just throw out there to get destroyed it's unfortunate um, them, yeah. so tag match next week has been announced right uh it's luchasaurus and christian against Farsi Blondes. Yeah. I see Christian not actually wrestling in that. Right. But just being on the apron and letting his dinosaur do the work. <laughs> I feel like we haven't seen Christian wrestle for a long time. It's been a while since I've seen Christian wrestle. Uh, Chris Leone in the Twitch chat's reminding us that when Christian mentioned he was a multiple-time world champion, we're also discarding the fact he was ECW world champion. Oh, of course. Can't, yeah. can't ever disrespect the WWE ECW world title uh yeah christian in action next week book it i want to see if i don't think i think you're right i think he doesn't even do anything and it's will he even be in gear will christian will jungle boy come back or is he actually hurt hurt right now uh i don't know but i think you can still have him off for a a while like the match is at all out yeah it's jungle probably boy all christian. out so you can have him chill for a bit yeah. sell the injury jungle boy is gonna bring out tyson tomko one week maybe he needs the chainsaw to do what no, he needs an asteroid, doesn't he, to take out the dinosaur? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see them fight. Okay, who would be an a- who? What, 
Aerostar. Get him. That's like, kind of like a asteroid. Is that one of the Lucha guys? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a reach. <laughs> uh, we go to Tony Schiavone backstage with Daddy Magic, who, fight me, I think has one of the best promos going in today's modern era of wrestling. This guy's talking. He's on fire. He's so mad. He's like, you're telling us you're putting us in a cage next week? Yeah, he's French-Canadian but talks like New Jersey. Yeah. He says, what's with cages? Why do we still keep getting put in these cages? We just, we're just we in a cage. And now you're telling me I'm getting another cage? I'm sick of these cages. Uh, then uh, cool, and, cool Hand Ange cool hand pulls out his knife. But, ah, it's not a knife. It's his comb. He's like, ah, calm down. It's just a comb. I love how he tries to scare Tony Schiavone with this. Uh, then Garcia talks some shit to Yuta and says, you've been, you, you've been cosplaying as me. You, you think you're some tough guy now. You've taken my identity, so I'm going to take yours and take that pure title from you at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. I think uh, we're going to see 2.0 bleed again next week. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even – they're in the match in a cage. They can't even get near the barbed wire. Have you seen wrestling before, Braden? <laughs> So both of them are going to be bleeding. They're bleeding. Garcia next too. Week. Yeah, why not? Uh, I'm hyped Will for... Garcia be in a do-rag next week? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I saw uh, over, was it this past weekend, maybe July 4th weekend, uh, there was a picture. Was it Private Party posted with Daniel Garcia? And they're like, just so everyone knows, Garcia was invited to the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love Garcia talking shit the way he talks it. Yeah. I think he's one of the best ones coming up too. Like he's getting, I think this was the best uh, move for him, for him because he already talks so much better. He's already got, he's not just some guy doing cool moves in wrestling. He's like got his thing figured out now and yeah. it, it's coming together and I'm hyped for that match. I will be checking that death before dishonor out because so far yeah. it looks pretty good. It's July 23rd, right? Yeah. Uh, so then we go to, uh, I mean, yeah, the shark cage thing is actually happening, and it, it's so that just the Jericho guys are in the cage. No one else. Just JS. Yeah, <laughs> the other guys will obviously come. They're all hurt. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck, that's true. So yeah, Santana. Damn, yeah, you're right. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
We have Hangman backstage. He's uh, he's wearing a nice tie-dye shirt. He's feeling the vibe. Yeah. Wasn't wearing his cowboy shit this week. Uh, well, he gets interrupted pretty much right away, and it's the Dark Order, Silver and Reynolds. And they say, don't worry, Hangman, we're going to have a match with the spooky perverts next week, re- referencing the House of Black. So I think Hangman Malachi Black is a program we're going to. I'm not quite sure where, where this direction is kind of for He didn't really get to speak, so. but So what, we're getting three on three next week? Oh, it is three on three. Oh, okay. Or was, were they putting out the feeler to Hangman? Uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't it know. It wasn't in the match rundown later, was it? But uh, no, it that's wasn't. what it sounded like. It was going to be... Or Rampage. Uh, Reynolds, Silver, and Hangman. Oh, was it? Yeah, perhaps. There's all these things. I don't know. Like there's Scalibur, so, so many matches. There's Ring of Honor. There's <laughs> so much. Um, now there's matches on Dark. There's women's matches in Japan going on. Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? <laughs> no, shout out Griff Garrison. Uh, hey, it's nine o'clock halfway through the show. You know what that means? JR comes out. <laughs> That's right. We get a whole we spot get of him. Excited. He looks so unenthusiastic when he's getting to the table. He's just like walking over. Oh man, come on, JR. He heard. He heard Jake Hager was wrestling. He's gonna stay up later now. He used to finish his job and go home at ten. And he's going to sit and do Rampage after, doesn't he? Oh, is, that, is he doing Rampage? He does Rampage now. Okay. Yeah. He heard Jake Hager was wrestling Boomer Sooner, yeah. so <laughs> he, got, he came out here for this match. At what time is, is JR going to like stop pretending that Jake Hager's one of the greatest wrestlers on earth? <laughs> I'm not saying Jake Hager's bad. Right. He's fine. Right. He's okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's when JR's going, like, these are two of the most underappreciated wrestlers on the planet it's like one of them is one of them is jr, <laughs> JR just and he loves, wasn't from oklahoma <laughs> yeah jr loves to talk about jk he loves him so much yeah i mean football wrestling and he's from and oklahoma. oklahoma oh come on and yeah. likes the the mary jane as well <laughs> you know i was talking who was i talking to i was messaging with uh, Robert Pearson, and he was, I think he was in Oklahoma this week, so I was like, oh, like, Boomer Sooner, and then we were discussing, like, why doesn't JR have his own line, and, like, he, there's so many different, he's got his main event mustard, Yeah, you know, he could have Boomer Sooner Kush, you know? True, yeah. <laughs> By God, OG. <laughs> I think when he retires, that's gonna be his next move. Sauce in it? Like, <laughs> like there's so many different things you could go with for JR's. <laughs> Yeah, what a brand of Kush. Dumping a mud hole. <laughs> I would I'm buying it. That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. I the barbecue sauce is great, but think yeah. about what else you could do. It's some good shit. Jake Hager combined, yeah, boomer sooner Kush. Be good. Wow. Yeah, I forgot about Jake. Jake Hager. <laughs> it's a plant, it's fine. Just uh, don't drive. Yeah, yeah. Jake. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh well, Jake Hager. Going one-on-one with a former partner of his, Claudio Castagnoli. We Cesaro, the people. That's right. The All-Americans, the real Americans. No Dutch Mantel out here tonight for them. But pretty cool considering these guys were a team and, and have fought quite a bit. Uh, we're, we're doing some retro NXT reviews on Wesnex. And at the, the moment we're at right now, these two kind of dip in and out. They're uh, featured. They're, they are teaming at this time yeah, and everything. We the people. Um, I think... Uh, Excalibur brings up that they had over 100 tag matches together. They were together for quite a while. Yeah, they were. Yeah. 
I love how their gimmick was. They don't want people coming into this country stealing people's jobs, and Cesaro was not. He did it the right way. That's what Zeb always said. He did it the came right way. The right way. He came through the right way. We he didn't sneak across the, the border. He got those papers, pays his taxes, did it the right way, the American way. Yeah. Um, and then I love their theme song. Oh, it's the best. I don't. I Cesaro should have just kept it. I think. Yeah, it was he pretty should have good. fought Jake. Sorry, Swagger at the time for the rights of that theme because that theme's a banger. Yeah, I'm not sure this this one he's got here. It's funny, but <laughs> someone said it reminded us of like uh, a Holly, like uh, one of those like Christmas ABC lineups. Okay, and it's like shows he yeah. clips of like Home Alone this Wednesday night, like yeah. all the all the Christmas movies all the time. Dun, 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 oh, one hundred percent is, isn't it? It fits that completely, uh, but it it's 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 fine. Claudio versus Hager. Uh, so this starts off with Excalibur mentioning again that these two know each other extremely well, and that seems to be the case because every time one of them goes for one of their signature moves really quickly early on, they keep blocking it, they keep scouting it, they keep knowing exactly where to be to get out of these moves. So it's pretty cool to see them go back and forth. Eventually, Claudio gets the upper hand by tripping Hager into the ropes and hits the Tiger faint kick, the 619. The Swiss 19. The Swiss 19, that's right. This is a little slow. I love Claudio, but it's not the most, like... It looked like he got him in the face. I liked it. He goes around so slowly, though. Io Shirai does it really well. But, I mean, the, yeah. we know who the This is more like Dominic's than Ray's, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, like, I like Claudio, but I'm just... Comparing Claudio to Dominic, I don't think his his six one nine's the best. You just compared you just compared Claudio. I'm saying it's to slow. It's a slow six one nine like Dominic's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a good six one nine. I want to love it, but yeah. it's not good. Uh, I didn't mind this one. He did look like he kicked him in the face. He then hits a series of power moves, but Hager comes back with like those side slam wrestling moves that we've seen him do. He eventually hits the Hager bomb for a near fall. Cesaro, sorry, Claudio comes back and hits him with a series of uppercuts and more uppercuts. Eventually gets the big swing and then puts him in the sharpshooter when Daddy Matt... They need to call it the sharpshooter for when he does it. They kept saying Scorpion Deathlock, and I'm like, maybe it's a thing. Scorpion Deathlock for Sting and Darby. Yeah. Shout out TJ. When it's Claudio, it's, yeah, it's for TJ, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Well, Daddy Magic and Cool Hand come down to the apron and distract, so... Claudio tries to get them away. When he turns around, he gets hit with this huge, like, rock bottom from Hager for a near fall. He comes back with a series of uppercuts, pops Hager up in the air with an uppercut again, and then Ricola, bomb, one, two, three. Claudio beats Hager. Yeah, I thought this was uh, was pretty fun. I like just watching big guys smack each other around. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, boy. Okay, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> Who is it, Tobias? Yeah, from Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I thought uh, I thought it was impressive, as always, like uh, Claudio's strength, Jake being pretty big guy who he's managing to hit these moves on, like the pop-up uppercut and the Rakoda bomb. Wasn't anything crazy special, but I did have fun with this one. I, I, I got into it for sure. Probably one of the better Jake matches, if not his best match, maybe singles match at least in AEW, but I thought it was, it was, it felt like it was special and fun that these two yeah. got to, to face each other and do this. And of course, Claudio getting the win here. Um, but going forward, does Claudio just 
like, eventually just get his own program now that he's maybe moving away from the Jericho people? I think so. Like, is Claudio going to save Eddie next week? I could see that being... Um, oh, save Eddie next week. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Eddie... I, you would assume the Eddie feud wraps up next week with Jericho. This yeah. is the blow-off. Maybe that is the next thing you set up. Yeah, like, what's Claudio's all-out match? Yeah. Uh, Eddie? We still... I'd like some something like Miro, I think, would be cool. Or... Eddie makes the most sense, I think. If you're gonna, you've introduced that story already. Um, both will need a, a big match, so yeah, I could see it being Eddie. Um, well, after this, we go to Hook backstage being interviewed. He doesn't want to talk though. Yeah, he's asked about uh, his win record, and well, shouldn't you be thinking about going for a title because you've, you're undefeated so far? And then he just kind of shakes just, his head, like shrugs and walks away. So. Yeah, kind of weird that he. But they're setting up for down the line of some some sort of thing. But I mean, what's he gonna go for the TNT? That's kind of wrapped up right now. Mm. The All Atlantic. The yeah. <laughs> what other titles do we have here? There's a few ROH titles. I love titles in wrestling right now. Tanahashi did an interview for New Japan, hyping yeah. up like the G1, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna win the whole G1, win the IWGP title, and then oh." And then I'm going to go back to AEW and win the world title. It's like, oh, really? Because the IWGP means shit right now? <laughs> well, he's done it already, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what title is Hook I'd going like for? I see Tana as the AEW champion one Hook day. versus Tana. Yeah. Uh, what, is, uh, what is Hook's program, right? Like, what's, are they going to put him in a big slot with someone? Like, is it time to do that? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I kind of feel... He's lost a bit of momentum recently the, yeah. with the Danhausen stuff. And then, um, I mean, what's he been doing? Nothing, really. Eating chips. He got mad at Marvez for no reason last week. He, he just hates interviewers. It's it a Cheetos thing. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I, perhaps one of the, uh, I guess TNT eventually. Well, you it's think? Wardlow. So hook Wardlow. One, one of them's got to, the levy's got to break. Lose, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Thunderstorm is backstage. They're all happy and friendly because they're best friends. And they're talking about how they had a match and they won. Thunder, they show a clip of Thunder Rosa, who is the women's champion here in AEW, losing in a cross-promotional match. This was also on... Uh, this on, was in Tokyo. Yeah, this was on Dark as well, right? I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. But which company was this? Uh, Joshi... Pro. I, 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 di- sure. I didn't wa- I didn't watch this match, but all I know is they showed a clip of Thunder Rosa eating a pin. She, she got lost. pinned. She got pinned. Uh, here she is smiling after they showed the clip, and she's like, yeah, I got my pin, but I'm going to be giving her an opportunity. Uh, Miyu, I think it was. Yeah, Tokyo Joshi Pro. It was uh, Miyu Yamashita. Yeah, so maybe we're getting the singles match rematch. She, she says it's happening. Okay, yeah, sweet. She said we're getting this match in America, and it will be for the title, and Good. I'll get my win back. Good for her to put the title on the line. But this is when they're interrupted. There's so many interruptions in AEW. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter walk in and they mock Thunderstorm. They say it's terrible. They say Thunderstorms are dangerous and cause all sorts of construction and sorry, destruction. And that, you know, there's one thing to stop all the flooding and, and things breaking from the thunderstorms, a sandbag. And then she throws a sandbag over to them. 
and then says, yeah, I've been carrying her all year and walks off. Mm. Britt Baker just being like, hey, remember this champion you're trying to get over? <laughs> I I completely forgot Britt Baker was a thing, to be honest. <laughs> when she came in, where's she been recently? Doing this. All she does is like, this. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, she's kind of like dropped recently for me. Um, this, I, I didn't think anyone really came across that well here. Uh, yeah, it, Brit, the sorry, the thunderstorm thing seems like it's almost like Tony Storm. Is this is this is a, a ruse? We're, this is like NXT 2.0 right now with the tag team division. Yeah, like. it's why you uh, why you being a tag team right now when you're the main champion. Yeah, it's, it's, make tag teams with the other people not doing stuff. It buy, seems a little odd. Buy your thunderstorm shirt now because you always tell me you regret not buying Y2AJ. Uh, Y2AJ. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like it's almost oh, this is too good a name to. Thunderstorm. <laughs> like it was. Put it on a shirt. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't think Thunder really sounded that great here. I thought the the sandbag gap. I mean, it's yeah, just a bit odd. It's, it's inside it, baseball. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's bringing up the uh, kind of gift that went round the other week. Was it um, when she fought Marina? Yeah. People were saying she was sandbagging and stuff. Um, yeah, I I didn't really click with this. Um, I feel Brit needs to actually get into a proper program. We've seen the, the Thunder Rose from Brit stuff like multiple times. Yeah, that doesn't. Even, we we've seen the Thunder uh, the Tony Storm Brit thing already. Already, we've seen all of this already. Just I, move I, away from it. Yeah, just just break up with Jamie and start that feud. I just know? I think the women's division is a mess right now. Still, like here, it seems it's like it's just not nothing's nothing seems like there's not a star. Like again, you just showed me a cl- again. I'm, I'm, I'm. So, I think it's so cool they're doing cross promotional stuff with Joshi Pro and all mm. this stuff. And they already said, yeah, she's giving her a rematch. They show the clip and go, what? Excalibur's like, wow, like Thunder Rosa lost, and then th- cuts to Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm, and, and they're just happy. laughing and dancing around like we're having the greatest day. It's like, friend, yeah. no, first of all, why are you hanging out with someone? You're the champ. Yeah, so let's focus on that. Yeah. You should be cutting your shit. And saying, yeah, I know she gets to that in the promo, but like it just came across like it's so none of this matters. And Britt Baker always interrupting Thunder Rosa is just a gag at this point, a trope in AEW, yeah. just her interrupting everyone. Uh, I think Britt could take a sideline for now, heat up Hater in some sort of way with other another feud, let Thunder Rosa and I guess Tony, if that's the direction they're going to go if, again. But it she, the, the, the women's division still seems like it's not we're clicking the way maybe they think it is but you you start to have some good matches here and there but it, it's just it doesn't have the the star power i don't think of the rest of the the rest of the company yeah um it i noticed it when i was at the event people leave during the women's matches they go and get a drink they go to the toilet they go for a smoke or whatever and that's that's like we don't really see that in recent years with the women because they've in WWE, like for all their faults, the women are seen as, as big a star, if not bigger than some of the men. And I don't know if it's just they're not on the level, whether it's they're not, they haven't had enough time to get over. I don't know what it is, but yeah. um, I also find it odd. They, and AW does this a lot. They bunch all the women's segments together. Here you had this, this Thunder Rosa interview you have the D banner J match, and then you have Jade and the baddies. And it's like the whole women's bit is like this 15 minute portion of the yeah, show. Yeah, they always do that. And they do that quite a lot. And it's just, it's interesting. It's 
it's not clicking with me, the division. And I do think there are some talented people there, but Brit, it's like the star things kind of, I feel like it's fading a little bit. It doesn't need to run. And she had a run it. She can, she can chill for a bit. Like, of course you can come back and fight someone else for the title, be champion again. You know what I'm saying is there's no one else there. Who's ever got that reaction that she's had. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Thunder Rose is treated as that kind of star. Until we get Sasha Banks, Mercedes Vernado. Yeah. Coming in here. I think Jade has the character of the champion down pat. I mean, this past 100%. week, photos of NASCAR, things going around. They had WWE Women's Champion Bianca hanging out at NASCAR. They had TBS Champion Jade hanging out at NASCAR. Nice. Where was Thunder Rosa? Losing in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jade comes across. Jade comes across as the actual 100%. star. 100%. So, Absolutely. Title v. title. Let's go. Jade beater. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it, I feel like that's the only other match you could go to. That's big for this right women's now. division. But they bring already, in already, <laughs> already like Athena. Athena, you just brought her in, and she's already like an afterthought. Yeah. Like she I, has she even had a title match? I don't know. Like yeah. she's already, I've forgotten about her. Yeah, Tony Storm is just best friends with the tag champion now. Like she's had some good matches, but like no one like Ruby. They were hot with her for a month, and then. They moved now on. she got her hand There's caught in the no door. There's no kind of like uh, staying power with any of them apart from Brit, it seems. Yeah, it's weird that they have like they I guess they thought Thunder Rosa was going in that direction. But I think it didn't. I don't know. Something didn't click. It's always it's always weird with a baby face because as soon as they've got the title, as soon as they've achieved it, you're like, ah, OK. You saw it with Hangman. He, had, he got there. It was the big moment that been building for two years. He gets the championship and then everyone's like, all right, CM Punk. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think heel title reigns normally work better because the chase is always way more interesting a story. Yeah. As soon as you're just a babyface champion, it's, you're, you're kind of dull. You need to add something else. You need to open challenges. And not smiling about losing a match in Japan. And forming on teams. On Dark the other week and being best friends with someone because her name is Storm and you're Thunder. Uh, it's, that's not enough. I agree. It, it it feels it feels like not none of it seems like it's as big as maybe they think it is. We do have a women's match here because it's the women's segment on the show, like you mentioned, mm. and it's Serena Deeb going one on one against Savannah's own Anna J. And uh, Deeb beats down on her early on here, and Anna though fires back with a series of like fast like slapping moves here, and including like this jumping slapping. Flatliner like slides mm. in and hits it. Looked pretty good. Uh, picture in picture, Serena Deeb is firing back with Anna going in for different holds and submissions. When we come back, Anna fires back with like almost like a side kick to the head, almost like X Pac, almost yeah, like Booker she, like, T. Twisted the arm first and then kicked to the back. Did yeah. a pretty cool kick here. Yeah, a few of those ones. There's a series of roll ups, more crazy like neck crank submission holds like yeah, surfboards. Yeah, it's just the one where she like just kind of sits on your head yeah. and pulls the arms right back. Does look very painful. Uh, Anna hits that other sidekick like you mentioned with the arm thing that just taking her head off and then goes for the Queen Slayer repeatedly, the her submission move, but eventually Deep gets out of that and the Serenity Lock is in and Anna Jay is forced to tap out. Serena Deep wins. Anna Jay being the, the hometown girl here. Yeah, and yeah. they, uh, I... After the commercial break, I actually got into this a little bit. I thought they they were quite ambitious with some things, and some of it just didn't 
kind of work as well. Like it wasn't as smooth transitioning from like kind of move to move. Um, there was a really strange bit where Serena just, you know, like the setup for the unprettier where you like twist the arms yeah. round, where she kept doing that and kept spinning round and round and round. And the idea was to make Anna Jay dizzy. So she like dizzies her and then goes for like the spike pile driver. But then Anna Jay just backdropped her. And it was like, you just did something that looked really stupid and it didn't even pay off. Yeah, it was weird. Um, that was quite weird. Um, I feel like when it came back from commercial, it, it was a better match. Oh, it definitely, it definitely yeah. picked up off the commercial. Um, but yeah, this was, it was, it was all right. I, I did get into it towards the end. Um, and, uh, after the match, yeah, there was some good near falls as well for Jay. There uh, was, the yeah. The, the Queen Slayer, when she kind of countered and caught her in that crowd really got into that. But yeah, this is all right. Uh, I agree. And then after the match, there was an attack from Serena. So out comes Mercedes Martinez, the ROH women's champion for the save. And I think that's the match uh, for that title at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, I just don't really care. Yeah. I think we have three women's champions. Now I like Serena deep. Um, Mercedes again, she's someone who showed up, had a match, disappeared for a few months Won the world. Then was in the main event against Diona Perazzo one week randomly. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, like, again, being at, like, Rampage last week with this tag match that kind of set it up, just crickets in the crowd. Um, I'm sure, like, both Serena Deeb, I'm a big fan of, Mercedes Martinez, obviously a a veteran. I'm sure the match is going to be good. But this, it just feels odd, this kind of, cross-promotion thing you're doing. Like, ROH doesn't have TV yet, so you've got to set stuff up on yeah. AEW for this this pay-per-view. And But what I kind of feel is, okay, here's the B team for our our B pay-per-view. Yeah. And I, and I feel the crowd feel that as well because it, it just feels dead during these segments. Yeah. a lot. It died for this, especially the attack after. You were just like, yeah, all right, whatever. I'm sure the match will be good, but it is kind of weird that there's a lot going on. When If you maybe just focused more on some things mm. instead of just throwing everything out there, it might kind of work out a bit better. Once they get their own TV or whatever, I'm sure it will help more. But like, like for now, just what? You have dark and you have dark elevation. Just use the Universal Studios you have and just make that ROH for yeah, now. Yeah. One have it as a YouTube show. Uh, or I would. Something. Yeah. I. I I, they have an issue. They have a hard time of making us care about the AEW Women's Champion, the TVS Women's Champion, and now the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. When Ring of Honor isn't even really a thing right now, and these characters are nowhere near like being big draws or mm. over really at the time with the crowd. So it just kind of you're it's setting up for like not working. Yeah, like you said, a lot of people are just like, oh, okay, this, I didn't know this was happening. Don't really know what this is about, but. That's that's what it felt felt like for sure. The the women's block that you got the 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 curse of the women's block on Dynamite because then we go to the baddies and they're still fighting because they don't want the new baddie. Layla, Layla Gray is just hanging. Wouldn't you just leave? I'd hang out with like, Layla if I Gray. I hang out with some friends and they're like, look, I don't want you to hang out around <laughs> with me. I would be like, all right, but I'm gonna stand here anyway. No, we don't like you. No, we don't. Want we don't you want be. you to hang around. With that us. was like, okay, I'm just gonna stand here though. <laughs> that was like us the other day with one of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, yo, get out of here, go away. <laughs> he, uh, like Layla, didn't get the message. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, this is fine. Stokely's like, no, trust me, she's great. Follow me. He, there's like tension with Stokely and thing. Yeah, I, I don't like that. Already there's tension. They've been together like a month. Um, and Jade is kind of seems a bit mad at what Stokely Hathaway's doing and trying to bring Layla Gray. And I, I think it's a bit too early for that. Just let this thing be cool for a moment. Yeah, Obviously, why are we already teasing It's a this? shame with Red Velvet being out. They've kind of lost something. But yeah. Um, yeah. I would much rather than them go, yeah, we do need a baddie. Good job, Stoke. Yeah. Like that when then go. But you're interim. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. reassess when Red Velvet's back. Maybe it's the curse of Stokely because he was in Diamond Mine. I mean, Diamond Mine are still imploding. They are. From the time he was there every week, they're imploding. He, maybe he's just cursed. Maybe. Everywhere he goes, everyone wants to break up groups. But mm. yeah, I, I want to see Layla, Layla Gray be integrated into the baddie section for sure. Jade's got a point though. It's like I beat you in like 30 seconds. So why? Yeah. I don't want losers. Kira like, and Layla should face and Layla should beat Kira. And then it's like, all right. Yeah. And then Velvet comes back and it's like, yo, what, what's this? Where's my part? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, well, we have the announcements of Jay Lethal also challenging Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor championship. When then he comes out and grabs the commentary headset, like old school wrestling. Here. <laughs> what I found funny here was as, uh, yeah, so Jay, Jay Lethal comes out, grabs what Tony's headset, or whatever, and cuts a promo on Samoa Joe. It's like we've, as soon as we've gone to this ROH segment, the audio quality got worse. <laughs> <laughs> They're like being authentic here. Yeah. <laughs> And then Tony puts it back on and just sounds crystal clear. Oh. <laughs> they just don't want Ring of Honor. Attention to Dell. Damn. Uh, so, yeah, he basically cuts a promo on Samoa Joe. Says, I love Jay Lethal. He did this in Ring of Honor. It's part of his heel shtick. But he's like, Samoa Joe, you're the Ring of Honor world champion. And like. TV champion. Sorry, TV champion? Yeah. Oh, is that. Who's the Ring of Honor world title? Gresham. Oh. Who's defending on Friday against Moriarty. Dude, nobody cares. But he doesn't have a match at the pay-per-view. He, look, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to watch this pay-per-view. At one way or another, I'm going to eventually watch it. But they're making it like complicated with a lot of character stuff that, sound, that feels really like B. Like, yeah, it's wrestling. I'm going to watch it. Jay Lethal Samojo, cool. But really, like, is, are, we, are we really all really excited? Like, is that the main event? I imagine FTR Briscoes would, would be the main event. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. Are they going to announce a match for Gresham? And you say he turned heel? He's with Tully now? Uh, I don't think he's with Tully. He just, he just turned on Moriarty. He turned on... Yeah, he, I think he like aligned himself oh, with, really? with okay. Tully. Which is like, huh? What? Yeah. Because so. last week he just walked out on the match. Uh, so Moriarty's facing him like now on Rampage. Um, okay, but that could be, they that haven't could be good. set up anything for interesting uh, his opponent for the pay per view. Right. Okay. Well, I mean that should be the main event then. But he's a guy who wrestles on Dark and mm. like the YouTube show and stuff. So like, is that the main event? No, 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 no. That's on Rampage. Okay. What I'm saying is they haven't announced who he will face like next week. You'd assume they're going to yeah. have the title defended. Yeah. Uh, who did you do, Claudio? Yeah. Just give him the title. Give him the title. Yeah. Do it. Book it. He'll hit the 619. <laughs> be great. Uh, put him in the crossface. <laughs> yeah. Put Gresham in the crossface. <laughs> um, main event. Triple threat tag team match. 
And it is the Young Bucks defending against the team of Swerve in Our Glory and Team Taz. We just missed Ty making fun of Anna J. Oh, how could I? I'm, like, I apologize. They, they, they've broken up. Uh, I'm so sorry. Yes. Ty Conti goes back into the like locker room. The doctors are checking on Anna, Anna J. And she's like, oh, that sucks. Like, your first match in so long and you hurt, you get hurt. Like, pfft. That sucks. And Anna Jay's like, oh, what, what do you like? They used to be best friends if mm. you're following, but their tone, Ty's heel tone is a bit different there. And she says, like, maybe you should be more focused on how you you go about things. Like, basically saying, like, look what I'm doing lately. Do what I do and you'll get on TV. Yeah, every you'll be week. on TV. When I was, you're not even on TV, essentially, yeah. is what she gets at. So I can't believe it. Anna Jay, what was their name? Ty Jay? Ty Jay. No more. Don't tell me Ty J's gone. Well, it started off with Anna J being the baddie. Uh, not the baddie, the but the, the heel trying to get her in Dark Order. And then they just became besties, and now it's gone the other way. <sighs> Man, Negative One would be so upset. You know he was at home just screaming. I mean, I don't know what Ty... Ty hasn't wrestled since May. No, but she's been, like, making out every week yeah, with Sammy. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> She Anna Jay's on being the elite. <laughs> Ty is all right wrestler. I, she could be doing more. Yeah, uh, she, she did wrestle. Uh, she's a champion right now of some sort with some, in Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah, with Sammy, I think, yeah. or something. Yeah, weird. So many titles. Uh, sorry, I couldn't believe. I mean, this sets up a match. Is this all out? The end game. What Ty, Ty versus at all out? You put it on the pay per view. Yep, main event. Barbed wire everywhere. <laughs> Street fight tonight. Street fight tonight. They, they were in the street they were fight. In the street fight. Yeah, the these two could have a street fight. fight. Yeah. Are you kidding me? For sure. All right, now we can talk about the main event. The triple threat tag team match. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Matt and Nick Jackson and Isaiah Swerve Scott. No, that's not his name. Shane Strickland mm-hmm. Swerve Strickland. And Keith Lee. Uh, I saw there was a tweet that it's from Keith Lee almost sounding like he wasn't going to be in the match tonight uh, oh. earlier in the day. But then they announced, yeah, it's still on. So here we have it. Uh, we have Swerve and Nick Jackson early in this match who are just one-upping each other with like the kip-ups and the counters and everything. This was very impressive where they're just doing move for move, kipping up, countering each other's drop kicks. They do backflips and front flips, landing on the outside, and then dr- try to drop kick each other as well as they go back in the ring. Really great back and forth. We get Matt Jackson doing locomotion on a bunch of different guys and then tries to do it on Hobbs and Hobbs Keith and Lee, <laughs> which doesn't work. So he gets beat up there, but that was pretty funny. Uh, Swerve eventually does this like kip up where they go to super kick him, but he kips up and drop kicks both of them, which was impressive. Uh, there's then uh, the Bucks and I think it's Nick Jackson who does the thing where he like walks the ropes, but Ricky Starks is doing the thing where he walks the ropes. Mm. So they're doing the, like a walk off. Show off when they eventually just both they get both crotched. slap each other, which yeah. has them fall and crotch. Themselves. They both crotch each other, which is great. Uh, there's Hobbs, who's in. He's hitting all sorts of moves. There's a tope from Nick to the outside. He gets caught by Keith Lee, who power bombs the Bucks into each other. There's a frog splash from Hobbs off the top, which is crazy considering his size, but looked great. But it's a near fall. Uh, someone gets sent to the outside. I think it was Keith Lee, and I'll, I don't know why, but the microphone seemed to pick it up because you could just hear like them breathing and huffing and puffing. It, it sounded like moaning. Yeah, <laughs> it sounded like Vince McMahon was paying someone seven and a half million. Jeez. Like, that's... <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, it was very odd. The audio. Yeah, here. it was. 
Uh, Ricky Starks does this like rope walk move with Hobbs and then does like a super cutter off the top of the ropes. That was super crazy. Uh, that is a near fall as well. But the crowd are super hot into all three teams, honestly, and rightfully so. Uh, it was like a cutter off an electric chair, right? Like, like, yeah, with Hobbs. Great. Insane. Yeah. That's, that could be one of their finishers if, not, if it isn't already. Uh, there's then more super kicks. Uh, Swerve does the kip up escape again, but this time eats the double super kick and just sells it like he was just like shot in the chest. He like stops and just like folds into pieces. Like, like what is it in the Marvel? The snap? He just yeah. like disappears because the Dusty. super kick killed him. Uh, there's then super kicks to Ricky Starks. At one point, Ricky poses with the Bucks and helps them do a so triple it, kick to yeah, Lee. Yeah, so. It's like Matt super kicks Lee, Nick super kicks Lee. They both do it. He's on one knee, but still not down. So Ricky joins in and, they do and th- does his like <laughs> face pose thing while the Bucks do their thing. They're, of course, they then super kick They then the double face. super so kick Ricky funny. in the face. Uh, there's then the ref takes a bump and... Yeah, like these, these refs, like, okay, he got like pushed in the corner and then just died for yeah. like 10 minutes. Like, what's going on? Nick, Rick Knox? Rick Knox. We need to, like, we need to get stronger refs. In wrestling. Like, he, he literally, he didn't get, like, it wasn't like he got clotheslined or anything. Someone backed into him in the corner and he went, oh, I'm dead. It, it was I'm Keith dead. Lee. He's a big boy. Still, but... you'd be like, oh, that winded me. Okay, I'll Would take... Would you die? I'm trying to defend it, but it... then tell me why they even did it in the first place. It's a triple threat match. I know, I know. You didn't... Everything no they did, they wouldn't matter. There's no DQ, it doesn't matter. So they start... The Bucks take the titles and they start hitting everyone with them. Yeah. They're hitting low blows. Again, it wouldn't matter if the ref saw it. Like, Rick Knox is unconscious from this. <laughs> it's not like he's going, oh... No, he I'm was winded. doing. Oh, that hurts! He was just motionless. He was doing when he eventually in the corner. When he eventually for got 10 up, he, he was doing the. I still can't see anything, just in case you're doing the thing still. So, oh wait, we're good until someone's like, "Yo, you're good." So he's uh, like, "Oh, I'm alive now. I'm fine." But no, you're completely right. This was so unnecessary. It's just no DQ. This match is crazy, but it's like, wait, why did we need yeah. this spot in this? Uh, a little over contrived, I think. Uh, so there's then a BTE trigger on Swerve. One, two, but Ricky breaks it up for a huge uh, hope spot there. Eventually, Swerve and Lee gain control again. They throw everyone out and eventually hit the spirit bomb. The place is going crazy, but in the one, two, nick of time, 2.9 count The here. setup for this was awesome as well. It was uh, the, what, the Meltzer driver caught midair with yeah. a flip into this setup for the, the Swerve bomb here. Just crazy. Great. I love the spirit bomb, like stomp. Swerve bomb thing is mm. just awesome, but it's broken up the crowd and I, for one, bit on this here. Uh, eventually, then uh, Hobbs comes in and just starts spine bustering everyone, and it's hot. The crowd are like really into Hobbs here, yeah. and these spine busters looked awesome. He hits this spine- match did so well in just giving everyone their moment yeah. to like make you think that they're gonna win it, and they're having that like hot tag almost. It was for ho- the crowd were chanting "Holy shit!" after this yeah. spot. He was. Spine bustered all the bucks, uh, like Ricky and then, no, not Ricky, obviously, but spine about the bus, the bucks, and then one on Keith Lee that was like huge, but like then dudes on top of yeah. him and stuff. The crowd were going crazy for this. Uh, Ricky runs in and then eventually hits a spear again for a near fall. They then have the bucks going for super kicks, but Keith Lee pulls their shoes off at one point and then beats them with their shoes. Uh, this allows. Uh, everyone going crazy. Keith Lee ends up hitting a tope over the ropes to the outside onto mm-hmm. everyone. 
eventually we're in the ring alone with Ricky Starks, who I mentioned hits a huge spear, and that's another crazy near fall, thinking that could be the hope spot. But when everyone's beaten up he's and taken He's even, up, like, in tears. Like, as yeah. he's going for the pin, he's already doing his, like, championship celebration with the cry, and it gets broken up right at the last second. Eventually, it's Swerve who gets Ricky tied up just underneath the, the ropes out in the corner, like, like, crouching, almost leaning, selling a move, when off the top, Swerve hits his stomp to the face, basically a cave-in off the top. Mm. And one, two, three... And new AEW Tag Champions swerve in our glory. But, uh, yeah, huge, great match. This was insane. Especially the last five minutes, the near falls. Holy. Like, you, you bit on every one. Like, yeah. you honestly thought, uh, like, there were a few, like, finishes here where I'm like, okay, that's, yep, that's and it. Because we're watching on delay as well. We, we've got, like, a maybe a minute behind when we're watching. You look at the clock and you're going, oh, it's, it's 10. So this has got to be the this finish. This has got to be it. Then it's a kick out or whatever. Uh, this was great. And I mean, we've been following Keith Lee in NXT for quite a long time. Really good to see him get some shine here. But even more specifically, Swerve getting some, some flowers. They here. teased the, uh, that Swerve was going to turn on him during the match. Yeah. And he picked up the title yeah. and Lee's back is turned. He kind of just dropped it to, uh, they're like, the kind of story right now is they're kind of not getting along, but they're winning. So why ruin a good thing? Right. I, I personally would have, if you're doing the title change, I, I would have liked to have seen Hobbs and Starks get this. They've been together as a team for quite a while now. I feel, I feel the crowd are really starting to like appreciate them and get behind them. And uh, for me, Starks was maybe the star of this match. I, I thought he had some awesome moments in this. I and thought everyone was. Everyone. Everyone was great. I just, I, I kind of... I'm surprised. I, I was really surprised you're taking the titles off the Bucks because I figured that would be like, you know, FTR Bucks for everything at All Out. And maybe we go back there and this There's is... There's some time. We've still got a couple of months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was surprised with the, with the result here. But I'm cool with the change. Again, so happy that these two as a team or just as wrestlers got some gold, got a win. Big, big moment for them. I've been a fan, especially Swerve been through some some shit and he had the north american title they took it away from in this awkward clearly change of plans Mm. thing for him in nxt fired him after the main roster push instantly now here like putting on amazing matches and winning some gold yeah Yeah. uh good stuff i mean we we all assume it's ftr bucks at all out but we have time before that. So I think you could play around with this tag division a bit more. You could have FTR get the titles from them. You could have the Bucks win them back. You could have Hart, uh, Hobbs and Starks win it in some way, shape, or form. It makes just things a little bit more interesting and, and greases the interest there. Instead of just going, hey, here's this match you know no one challenging the Bucks for the next two months is going to win. Yeah. Now that throws that out the window and you go, cool, we're going to have some crazy matches going forward. So uh, super. And... It could be the way to actually do the breakup. Like, cost them the tag titles. That's what really breaks you up. There's your singles match. I hope they last out. a little longer than yeah. Cora and Raquel. Right. Um, they already sorry, have. Roxy. But yeah. Like, yeah. They already have. Because they've been, like, they broke up. I don't know. It's weird. I, I'm just happy these guys won. But I will say, Hobbs is the fucking man. That guy is awesome. I th- he, he, he shows something. But you're right. Everybody in this match showed up. I mean, yeah. the Bucks just don't miss. And I... 
thought this was a great main event. My match of the night, it is this match, but I also really loved that Takeshita. The Takeshita match was yeah. really good as well. Uh, yeah, good good show. I, th- I liked the Jericho promo on the show. I thought um, all the wrestling was pretty good, but like crazy main event, awesome stuff. Um, I like how it they- is. I, I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of looking forward to the ROH show being over. So hopefully we can have a bit more focus. It, it almost felt like this with Forbidden Door as well. It, yeah. It's like a little kind of distraction, and I'm, I kind of just want the main shit right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, looking forward to checking that out next week. Yeah. So death before dishonor, and then after that, they'll definitely put more maybe steam behind all out, and they've announced it obviously this week. So like. Going forward, they'll push it pretty hard. And we can kind of map out where it goes. I don't know if Punk will be back. But, I mean, obviously, Mox Punk would be the the match to if go he's to. healthy, yeah. Yeah. Um, it sounds like maybe there, there's some people saying that it it's kind of clear that they wanted Punk MJF at mm. All Out. But, obviously, with injuries of Punk and stuff, that may, that's obviously not happening. But you could bring him back in in some way well, shape. I think I think the punk mox thing you don't really need a great deal of build yeah. for it. it if it is a last minute like knowing if he'll be healthy or not you know that's the match you'll go to and punk is like in the wings as soon as he's healthy is going for that title so you don't need months and months of storytelling for that one I don't think yeah uh, FTR Bucks is another match I think we're getting again the rubber match Christian Jungle Boy yeah. Uh, and Anna J. Ty Conti. Ty Conti yeah. and a street fight. <laughs> so all out sounds great. Yeah. Hoffman Estates. Damn. Uh, oh, Hangman, maybe Hangman Malachi Black could be down the okay. line. Uh, I would do Andrade Roosh versus Lucha Brothers in some way there. Against Lucha. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess you had the Roosh Penta match last week, didn't you? That's right. Where he lost his mask. Mm. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I had some fun watching this episode of Dynamite. I had some good stuff, way better than last week. Uh, for, you were at probably the worst Dynamite. <laughs> it was just dull. Yeah, nothing. I happened. enjoyed it. Like I loved yeah. being there, but uh, yeah, I, you look at how stacked this week's yeah. was. It's like, could you not spread the load a little bit? <laughs> Fighter Fest three weeks in a row. Yeah, have been in Rochester. Um, Frank brings up a point in the Twitch room. They had to hurry off the air. Yeah, that was something. It was. Okay, and they've won the titles, Swerving and now Lee. we better go to New Young champion. Sheldon. Yeah, better yeah. Oh, cut to okay. Young Sheldon, because, you know, that's what we need to cut to. I think it's going to be on. hard actually finding a, a graphic of them holding the titles without, like, the trademark of we're going Sheldon. off the air thing. Just put Young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, who am I to tell someone, like, you know, what what not to watch and what to watch? But Young Sheldon, that's a real show. It's popular. Probably does fucking better ratings than this of show. It does. Of course it does. <laughs> nothing, nothing beats Guy Fieri though. No, not a chance. Never. Uh, they were I, playing him in the in the border control. They were, office, weren't they? Flavor Town, baby. Yeah, fucking love Guy Fieri. They had to make what a, a what was it a, a grilled cheese with? Fuck, they had all these weird ingredients they had to do with the grilled cheese. Yeah, like running around the supermarket. I was watching it while the, uh, the couple. You behind us but basically you're not allowed in either country <laughs> the terminal yeah <laughs> you're stuck here you're stuck here until scary border control something happens yeah yeah uh i i liked this week of dynamite it had some good stuff and going forward to some of the build to both the ring of honor pay-per-view and all out sounds pretty good shout out hoffman estates we will be back next week chatting all about fighter fest part de 
Uh, Darby versus Brody was announced. Mm-hmm. We have the Barbed Wire Everywhere Death Match, which is announced. Christian Luchasaurus versus Varsity Blondes. And I'm sure they'll announce a, a few other things. But yeah, looking forward to next week's show. Yeah. As always. And we'll probably check out uh, Rampage this week as well, I think, from... The Stop looks of it, yeah, they got some good. good stuff going on as well. Private Party Lucha Bros, let's go. Yeah. Shots, shots, shots. Uh, check out, we'll be back for NXT, of course, chatting all about NXT on Tuesday night. We'll be live on YouTube and Twitch after the show. And then the same thing is tonight after Dynamite, we'll go live as well. But the pods will be on this free feed that you found us on. We appreciate you listening to us. And if you want to hear more, patreon.com slash up next. Five bucks a month, North Americans here. You get access to everything coming out this month and everything we've ever done, all the best matches ever, all the retro pay-per-view reviews, movie reviews, everything. It's all on there, and it's pennies per podcast. Yeah, get in the mood. Go back and listen to Deep Blue Sea from last year's Shark Week. Shark Week, yeah. baby. My hat is like shark's fin. I, I, you just reminded me. I have this crazy shark fact for you. Oh, yeah? Did you know sharks don't have bones? What? What about teeth? What about teeth? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Guys, we appreciate you listening to us. We could not do this without you. Uh, At Up Next Podcast on Twitter, of course, for all them things that be thanging. We appreciate you guys. Oh, hey, you know what? Another plug. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Up Next. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, Yeah, that's it. That's all. I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I'm at the Bray. D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. And I apologize to anyone who likes to wear ball shorts. Ahoy! The shorts for your balls. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 